0: Hey, hey, welcome back to the Wrestling <laughs> Show. We're keeping it real, goes right. Welcome back to Real Take Wrestle Talk, part two of this doubleheader that I am so excited that I did. Ha ha, Tuesday night, my uh, God. You got so much to talk about here. We're going to be talking about AEW, WWE, ROH, the final battle that took place at ROH Final Battle, literally the name of the pay per view. Some amazing debuts there and. Uh, We'll talk about all that. We'll talk about AEW. Hook made his debut. Winter is Coming is just around the corner. We'll be previewing that whole show. And of course, we cannot not talk about the one, the only, the man who has literally captivated the chairman of the board for seemingly the past month, Austin Theory. We'll talk about what he's been up to. Some interesting notes that he said about John Cena and wanting to retire him. We'll get Trevor's thoughts on that and much, much more. But before we get into any of that, please, please, please hit that like button, subscribe, and hit that notification bell so you get notified whenever a new video is released. And if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, hit that follow button and leave us a five-star review. Trevor, welcome back.
1: How are you? I I see you're a busy man today.
0: I'm a busy, busy bee, but I am I am ready to go. Um Trevor, uh what do you what do you like in wrestling today these days? What what are you liking? What are you not liking? Let me know.
1: Oh man, Hook was amazing, by the way. We're gonna talk about that, but Hook was amazing. Um of course you cannot like wrestling if you're not looking at the work that Matt Cardona is doing right now in impact, and impact wrestling. Um uh, Final battle was great. Like it was, a, it was kind of bittersweet because a lot of the uh the talent you saw. You know, it's it's the last last pay per view, but it was good. It's definitely good.
0: Absolutely, man. So much talk about the indies and and Matt Cardona and all. Well, we covered Matt Cardona. That, that we don't need to give him any more. Matt, you
1: better do a damn interview with me. All right? What's exactly. Next- At this point, Matt. Has we have given more Matt more plugs in the past two weeks than, <laughs> than we probably will? All year. No more, but <laughs> you gotta
0: fork over that that money, you gotta fork over that, <laughs> that literal blood money that you make in, in GC, just literal blood money <laughs> from GCW. Yeah,
2: that's
1: GCW, definitely.
0: We love oh, you, man. Yeah, no, so, no, well, no, see, it's not blood money like WWE gets, the blood money WWE gets is like you know, for like, like. Because the, the governments of those countries are bad, but Matt <laughs> literally the money is full of blood. Um, uh, yes, and yeah, and I'm trying to think of a proper way to segue. I really can't. Uh, before we get into any of the fun news and we must talk about um, a recent passing that has uh, captivated and shocked a lot of the wrestling world. Um and I, I again, I always struggle with these things because they're so serious and and, and whatnot and, because, and we're such, we try to be a fun show, but we gotta get we gotta take the good with the bad as. I'm sorry about that graphic uh, should have not had that, but fixed it. Um, so guys, uh, Jimmy Rave passed away this week at the age of 39. Uh, very young talent, very young guy. He' was been around a lot. He was around in TNA. He, he was one half of the Rock and Rave Infection with Lance Hoyt, which I love. 2007 great. TNA was amazing. Great, and
1: Great, tactic. great it was, tactic. It was
0: just a bunch of – it was just those two going around with Guitar Hero uh, Guita- Guitar. guitars <laughs> and, 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 and playing music. And it was great. I thought it was very entertaining. Um, he toured with Dragon Gate. He's been in New Japan many times. He – Um, also like he was in WWE for a very brief time. I remember he, he did a match or two with them. Um, ROH obviously spent a lot of his really like good informative years there. I thought he had some of his best runs there. Um, Jimmy Rave had been struggling with, uh, addiction for many of the past few years. And those struggles uh, apparently resulted in the amputation of his arms later, both of his legs, uh, later in his life. Um, and by the way, there's a GoFundMe. That is in the chat instead of the usual donation link for our channel. This link will uh, will will direct you to Jimmy's family's GoFundMe. They're raising funds for the memorial. They're also raising funds for you know his family during this very pressing time. So if you're ever looking to donate please do that all like that's his link. That's their link. And and we, we would actually appreciate it if you did as well um, in honor of Jimmy Rave because he's a member of the wrestling community, just like us. And for those who were watching this clip, it's in the description below as well. Um, Trevor 39, Jimmy Rave passes away. Now uh, what's
1: your reaction to this unfortunate news? You know, um, we talked about, we jumped around last week about a, uh, and and actually it's true right now, but uh, Matt Cardona being the king of the Indies. Jimmy Rave was that guy for a long time. Um, like you said, Dragon Gate, I think he was I think he was around for Chakar too. I think. I, I'm not totally sure. But I know he uh Dragon Gate, New Japan, uh, T N A, ROH, other indie promotions. Um Yeah, it's like he he toured the indies a lot a lot he was if you were in indie wrestling you you knew who jimmy rave was amazing talent um not probably not like you know like uh hall of famer or anything but still damn good amazing um he put his heart and soul in the ring and and you saw him in this in his uh in his character he put a lot of love in his character and everything because like you said, the Jimmy Rave infection, it was the it was just fun. It was, they just had fun. They just came out and had a ball and it was great to see him, especially when they went up against guys like this Motor City machine guns and you saw how much talent they actually had and very talented guy, man. Very very talented guy. Loved everything he did. Um it's just a shame to see him go.
0: Yeah, um I mean J- Jimmy Jimmy Rave was Again, I've said it before. I'm going to say it a lot of times more on this show. I was a huge fan of 2007 TNA. It's what got me into that brand. And Jimmy Rave and and Lance Hoyt were a huge reason for for me to be there as well. Um, You know, the Rocket Rave infection with uh, Lance Hoyt, Christy Hemi, I thought it was cool. I was... You know, like I was a young kid, and I, I like Guitar Hero, and I saw these two wrestlers going around with Guitar Hero, like, guitars. I'm like, this is wacky and crazy and, 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 and kind of funny. Like, okay, yeah. cool. And, you know, it it was, was it, like, the most serious over gimmick? No, but it was entertaining. And at the core of what we do, this is, like, really one thing, in theory, WWE gets right, right, where it's, like, at the end of the day, the, the, the whole point of wrestling is performing and entertaining. And, you know, Jimmy Rave... He wasn't. You're right. He wasn't a Hall of Famer, but he didn't need to be. He he was great. He was great in his role, and and he entertained people like me. He entertained people like you. He entertained a lot of, a lot of people. And you know, it is. Again, I'm I'm struggling to find the exact words, but, you know, I don't. You know, I, I never met Jimmy Rave, and obviously he hasn't been wrestling recently. I have not kept up with. His work or whatever but it does that doesn't matter the, what matters is even though we don't really know these wrestlers right it, it's so weird whenever um and and so difficult whenever one of them passes because you still do feel like you watch these people are like actors you watch them they're in almost their entire careers and and when they when they pass away or when when terrible stuff happens you you feel for them and then it's such an interesting feeling and i think it's it's definitely the right feeling and it's deserved because at the end of the day, Jimmy Ray did his job. He, you know, he entertained people. Unfortunately, he, he fell victim to many things that the wrestling business, uh, that have happened in the wrestling business that, that we have tried to, you know, the recent run of wrestlers have tried to, you know, root out, you know, addiction and and, and various things. Um, you can just hope for the best for his family. And we, I know on behalf of you and me, Trevor, I can honestly say we wish the best for him and his family. Again, want to really plug the pinned uh, fundraiser uh, link in the description. It d- doesn't go to us. It goes to directly to, like, the, that's the link for his GoFundMe, for his family's GoFundMe. Please go donate to that Um because it's it, they definitely need it more than we do, especially during right now in this difficult time.
2: Absolutely,
0: um, uh, yeah. Uh, rest in peace, Jimmy Rave. Uh, we we do have a comment or a few comments from Ryan Woodridge about Jimmy Rave. Uh, Ryan okay. in the chat says, "R.I.P. Jimmy Rave. He was on Grimm's Toy Show in New Jersey. Interesting. Uh, um, interesting. interesting, interesting. Um, but yeah." Rest in peace, Jimmy Brave. Uh, you will be missed. You know, Absolutely. and you know, like I think wrestling at the end of the day is a brotherhood. It's it's a fanhood. It's it's a lot of stuff. We just, you never know, man. You never know what someone's going through. You never know.
1: I mean, because especially especially in that industry, like people kind of miles are kind of, kind of close knit, you know, and you never know what what people are going through.
0: So yeah, like Lance Hoyt, or now called Lance Archer. Uh, you know, he tweeted out, just RIP, my brother, Jimmy Rave. Like, he felt terrible. Like, I can't imagine. I can't
1: imagine. Yeah, I mean, he performed with him. He, you know, he's friends with him. It's, I can only imagine what he's going through, especially he's injured right now, too. So, like, uh, you know, I can only understand what, can only imagine what he's going through.
0: Absolutely. Um, Guys, uh, if you haven't already, please hit that like button, subscribe, hit that notification bell. Again, link for uh, Jimmy Rave's family's GoFundMe is pinned in the chat in the description of this episode as well. Um, Again, <laughs> there's no proper way to segue into anything else. Um, So we'll just go right into it. We'll, we'll keep on with the show. Uh, in, in the spirit of the show, we have some chats as well. Ryan Woodridge asks in the chat, Hi, bro, will Jeff Hardy go to AEW with his brother, and should AEW bring in 3D versus the Hardy Boys? Hardy boys could give Michael Hayes a call. Become the manager. Um, hard, okay, so so pure sexy Michael Hayes will never go to. It will
2: never. No.
0: I, never. I can't say never. I can't say never in twenty twenty one. Pure sexy, sexy Michael world Hayes world. is is not on his way to AEW right now. He is a producer and creative. I think he's the head of creative for WWE right now. So he's not Enjoy going anywhere right now. He ain't enjoying it. Nah, my voice is. I don't need that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, he's he's he's. I don't think they're gonna get him. Um, uh, three D versus the Hardy Boys is a one off. Interesting. I, that I was wouldn't. Fun. Depends how it would be, and it, you can't be like the main event of the show. But like, no, it would be interest. That would be interesting. It, it would be really... But uh, oh, Devon's also a producer for WWE, so it wouldn't work.
1: I think. Yeah. Oh, don't work now.
0: Jeff Hardy in AEW.
1: It could Not happen. I, think it could I would happen. love to see the Bucks and uh, Hardy Boys go at it again.
0: MK Osborne. Uh, actually, we'll get to MK's chat in a second. Uh, Angel Johnson, off topic, he says, or they say, Alicia Keys or Halle Berry. He's, uh, they say Alicia.
1: Um, I got to go
0: Alicia too. <laughs> I got to go Halle Berry, man. Cat I love here. Halle. I, I definitely
1: love Halle yeah, really. <laughs> but yeah
0: yeah um well thank you for that <laughs> angel um uh we also have ryan in the chat asking is there any update on jim ross's cancer i believe he just had his 11th can- uh, chemo
1: treatment. Uh, 11th or treatment yeah
0: yeah yeah he's he's working through it he's i think at close to close to the end and so far so good the signs are good uh, according to what he's tweeting and everything so we can so we can take that away and and you know, we love JR, obviously, and he's hoping to be back by, the uh, I believe, the New Year's episode that's yeah. in Jacksonville. So. Uh,
1: Revolution, right?
0: No, it's like New Year's bash. Uh, Revolution is the pay-per-view.
1: That's right. Yeah. yeah it's a,
0: how dare you, sir? You have no right to, to co-host a wrestling podcast. You don't even know. You don't even know the dates. <laughs> He said, and he and he says he watches the product. You don't even watch the product. I watch. I don't everything. watch WWE. I, that's watch A, I watch. I watch everything. I watch Raw. I watch SmackDown. I watch NXT. I watch Main Event.
1: So like
0: Vance. That, right, Vance, man. what about AEW? I don't watch that shit. <laughs> what is that shit? What is that? No, we, gotta we gotta watch Main Event. This is such good shit um (laughs) moving on (laughs) completely moving on from uh that dumpster fire um we have the most amazing thing that's ever happened in history pro wrestling trevor Um, last week on rampage we bore witness to the greatest debut in the history of professional wrestling when taz finally finally by god finally sent hook and it was off the hook To quote MK in the chat, oh my god, Trevor.
1: It was amazing. It was awesome.
0: There was so much buildup. Hookers of the world unite. So much buildup for this. Everyone was excited about it. This is like, we'll talk about the excitement and everything else in a second. But everyone was excited about it. And people were wondering, would it live up to expectations? And it exceeded all expectations. It was three minutes of just pure... Just glorious pro wrestling. I, I it's great. I Thank I have you. so much on this, Trevor. What did you think though about hook?
1: When he when he sent the hook, man, like, oh my god, it was so, like, so just watching him walk down a walk down the aisle, I'm like, yo, like, he is he is ready, like, <laughs> and you and you knew once he got in that ring, it was gonna be glory. If, if he wrestled anything like his dad, it was going to be cool. Oh my God, so great. And it was it was. I, I thought um, uh, Franco Nassau did a great job of uh, putting Hook over. I thought uh, Hook did a great job of, you know, what what uh, doing his job in the ring, looking dominant, looking, you know, looking. You can see it was a little, little nerves there, but honestly, not that much. Like, he did a great job. He really, really did a great job.
0: Tranquillo, man this kid was this kid was chilling the whole hook for the past year by the way has had some of the best like facials facial reactions and expressions in wrestling he just stands there like, like 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 i don't know it's just captivating and it's just perfect in the moment and then he makes his way to the ring trevor and he's walking out to he's walking out to 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 uh, Bro- Ooh, action Bronson. He's walking out to the chairman's intent, and he's walking down, and he's got that same expression, like he's he, he's not here to he's not here to play. He's here to fight. He, he looked like a his fighter.
1: He's,
0: a <laughs> he's been doing judo most of his life. He and he pulled out a lot of moves today. And then Trevor, my favorite thing though, that shot of Hook in the corner. Like yeah. on the turnbuckle looking serious. He's the fans are going crazy in the, in the arena, By the way. they went in absolutely insane. He was like the most over thing on the show. Oh yeah. absolutely. And, and you know what? He didn't care. Because he was there to kick Fuego's ass and leave, which is exactly what he did. He, and did. he, he brought in some judo moves. He brought in multiple suplexes. He he, he hit he hit the Taz mission to, for the win against Fuego del Solvich, who, by the way, will not get enough credit. He did a lot to put this kid over as well. I don't want to to uh, mitigate his uh, or minimize, I should say, his role in all this. He did a great job, but Hook, man. He's 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 the talk of the town, and for good reason. This was amazing. One of the best. Hook Hook would look like a star in this moment. Like that. That's what I think. At the end of the day, he looked like a genuine, bona fide star. Everything about this lived up to the expectations and exceeded them as well. AEW knows how to
1: get people over. They do, and. It was crazy because, like you said, when he walked out to the ring, he was over. Like, he was super over. Um, I know judo background. I know wrestling background. Does he have any Muay Thai background? I have no idea, but I do
0: know he was, like, Division I lacrosse at Bucknell University. He He was was taking his big stick and, yeah, at Bucknell. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but oh
0: my God, he's he's this dude is like, and I I understand like there's a large segment of the population it's like, oh he doesn't even he doesn't. Hook has only yeah. wrestled six matches, and I'm like, but bro, he's I saw one of those six, and the latest one was like insane because he yeah. came off as different, interesting, and everything you want a young kid to be, and. I know we always talk about this, right? The biggest difference, right, between if Hook was in WWE than if Hook was in in AEW, AEW, if someone's over, it almost seems like every time they allow that person to be over. Like, yeah. you know, in WWE, if someone's over, it takes them six months, even though they write the script, rewrite the script exactly. every single day, it takes them six months to be like, oh, goddamn, pal. Ryan, they're, they're still chanting for Daniel Bryan? Damn. How, how much time until WrestleMania? A week? Put him in the main event. My great, a right idea. Idea. A great idea. And then then Bruce Pritchard's over there like great idea, Vance. But I got a problem here. A lot of talking. <laughs> that, that's, you know that's what Bruce Pritchard says, right? Every time like, yeah. someone every time someone cuts a promo or, or like they're in they're in like their producer meeting and you know, like there's a promo for a guy that who he thinks shouldn't have a promo, he just looks to Vince and he's like, it's nice. A <laughs> lot of talking though. <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, you dick."
2: <laughs> like, <laughs> I love Bruce Prichard.
0: I absolutely oh, love Bruce. Prichard. Man, I I love No, I love Bruce Prichard when he wasn't with WWE. I love the I love something to, something the Bruce Prichard. I yeah, love that Bruce Prichard. No, yeah. I don't like this this
1: this is, this is like Bruce No, this is no. <laughs> it's nothing. This is- this is regurgitated Bruce pressure.
0: It is. he's not fun. This
1: is, this is a lot of talking. That, that's what, like
0: I'm gonna like imagine like I interview him one day and he's like, "Hey, Bruce, so what did you think about my podcast?" Like, a lot of talking. <laughs> yeah, and even though like on his podcast the problem is the exact opposite. It's like, yeah, not a, a lot of yeah. talking. Not a lot of talking. It's like Bruce, Bruce, what not do you Bruce, what do you think about this? Eh. Eh. A lot of talking <laughs> <laughs> oh my god guys uh, we are gonna continue our our insane amount of talking uh but be, in in the meantime though hit that like button subscribe hit that notification bell Trevor you want to hit up the chat real quick
1: wash out wash out all right MK Osborne says Tez is gonna win by hook or crook I see why you what you did there yeah um, how, uh, why bridge in the chat. Hi, bro. Is Chris Jericho leaving AEW for WWE next year? And is he gonna? He's gone on his Fozzie tour. Um, he has a few dates on his t- Fozzie tour that he has, um, like, uh, canceled the shows. I think it's like at least three shows, but he actually, actually had some health issues. They didn't go into it exactly what was wrong with him, but he is coming back to AEW like sometime soon. Um, as far as I'm going back to the WWE, I don't see that happening. Um, Ryan Woodbridge is Chris Jericho. Never go ne- ever.
0: going back to WWE
1: again. Never, ever be the same again.
0: You, oh. you the the one thing I was hoping you would do in, in when you read no chats was a lot of
1: talking because I really <laughs> needed to go to the bathroom. <laughs> um, but uh, it's Chris Jericho sick. Yes, he is. Like I just said uh, yeah. in the question before, he they didn't go. It's not it's not COVID though. They already said it's not COVID, but yeah. it, he is sick. Yeah, uh, um, will about a retirement to Russell in AEW. No, but if he did, it would be for seeing Punk. What are you? Who are you? His neck is fused together. He can't move he can't, but if he did, C. I think. CM Punk, Punk versus CM Punk versus Hook, that's the match. I mean
0: yeah, also, so, you're, you are looking terrible, Maggie. Like,
1: I look terrible right now. Hold on. Let me fix some yeah, what's shit. What's going here?
0: on here? You you are freezing up all over the place. While well, he figures himself out, guys, I'm going to, once again, remind you to hit that like button, subscribe, and hit that notification bell so you get notified whenever a new video is released. So much to talk about. So much to do. So much to see. So what's wrong with liking, sharing, and subscribing? Uh, while Trevor gets himself situated, uh, I yeah, will... I will uh, entertain more chats as well. Uh, But up next, we are going to be talking about the card and everything involving AEW Winter is Coming. And I think Trevor has situated himself, so that's a good thing. Um, Right in time. Let's just get right into it. Trevor, AEW Winter is Coming, is happening Wednesday, December 15th, live on TNT. What a card they got. It's going to be, in the main event, Hangman Adam Page defending his AEW World Championship against the American Dragon, Brian Danielson. (laughs) Also going to see MJF with Sean Spears and Wardlow in his corner taking on Dante Martin for the AEW Dynamite Diamond Ring in the final for that We're also going to have Wardlow in a squash match against poor Matt Seidel, who's going to get his brains splattered all over the damn canvas after Wardlow just drives his head into the mat multiple times. Kidding, (laughs) everyone. Uh, And my, look, my favorite match that I'm looking forward to most, I love, you know, I love Dragon, I love Hangman, but this match I'm looking forward to the most Hikaru Shida Shida. versus Serena Deeb. Three in a no DQ match. I'm so excited for that one. So much to talk about. We'll get into the matches individually and, and everything about that. But Trevor, first and foremost, what do you think about this card? What do you think about how it's been built? And 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 what are you most excited for?
1: I think it's gonna be a great card. Um, this is a great match, great card, like you said. Um, I, I'm I'm excited to watch it. Uh, I am uh, Deeb uh, and Oshida. It's going to be an amazing match. The one I'm really looking forward to is probably Dante Martin and uh, MJF. Like, I, I absolutely love Dante Martin. I, I really do. I think he's an amazing, amazing young talent. I love watching him perform. Um, and, of course, you know, my jerk-off friend, I I, I love MJF as well. My jealous so fans. Great...
0: My jealous fan over here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, think, I think it's going to be a great match, honestly. I really do.
0: Well, well, since you mentioned it, let's talk about this. We're going to have MJF against Dante Martin to determine the new or reigning, I don't know, the defending, I guess I guess it's a defending thing kind of because MJF is the defending Dynamite Diamond Ring winner two years in a row. So, yeah. he's kind of defending his crown here or his ring rather against the upstart Dante Martin who's been embroiled in feuds with Team Taz and and even Leo Rush as of recently. What do you think about this match? Who wins and why?
1: You know, it's a great, It's going to be a great match. I mean, you're going to... So, I think MJF has done a great job, with, certain, especially with certain wrestlers, putting them over or whatever. And I think these two are going to put each other over, honestly. Um, it's going to be a great match. I, My heart says MJF wins for the third time. That's what my heart says. But I would love to see Dante Martin. Win win this match. Just is a stepping stone in his luxurious, long, lengthy career that, he, that I'm, I'm pretty sure he's gonna have. I I would love to say Dante Martin wins this, but I I'm gonna go with my gut and say MJF.
0: There's a very easy answer here, very logical answer, and of course it's Dante Martin winning this Dynamite Diamond Ring final match. Like it is, I, I want him to win it. I do. I, I don't want him to win. I, it's not a prediction. It's a spoiler, it's a spoiler. Trevor, <laughs> as, as, as uh, young Paul Lee dangerously would say. But, no, in all seriousness, I really do think that the logic here dictates that Dante Martin win this because MJF, right now, he has no reason to face CM Punk. MJF is undefeated right now uh, over the past year. He is. He's been killing it. This dude is first in line for an AEW world title match unless... He were to fall to Dante Martin because CM Punk potentially even the odds here. Because I do think it's being built up. Team Taz is going to interfere here. And then CM Punk's probably going to fight them off or something. Or maybe I don't even think screw MJF over. But I think it's going to be more of an evening of the odds type of situation. Right, right. And that loss is going to take MJF maybe a step or two down in the world title picture. And then he actually has the motive, the reason... To face CM Punk, and on top of that, you don't have to directly put him into the world title match because he really is the next number one contender, if we're being honest. Oh, unless is. Dante Martin beats him, and of course Dante Martin is a young upstart, he could really use something to tout. And, and look, MJF, say what you want about him, he has built up the Dynamite Diamond Rings. Actually, means something. He mentioned in every promo. Yeah.
1: So he I
0: knows. think the logic really dictates that. That's also how you get MJF to CM Punk logically in my opinion. right
1: right 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 i mean it's there's a there are a number of ways you can do it um but, but i think that's the most, most logical like you said and it makes the most sense you have dante martin beat him you have um team taz interfere so cm punk has comes running down to help dante martin along with Leo rush that sets up something with dante martin and team taz that also helps the cm punk and mjf you know and then then you, you get a chance to see MJF and CM Punk wrestle. So, yeah, it makes perfect sense.
0: You know, the best part is, too, after that, it's going to be CM Punk and, and uh, MJF doing a lot of talking. I can't wait for it. Uh, it's my new thing now. Uh, anyway, guys, uh, moving on to the next match. We're going to be talking about my match of the night that I am just so looking forward to. I'm just so hyped for this match. Should have been on full gear. It was not. But it's going to be Serena Deeb versus Hikaru Shida at Winter is Coming in a no disqualification match. Deeb, Shida, 3 I cannot even express in words right now how I feel about this match. Trevor, what do you think about this? Who wins and why?
1: It's, you know what? I, I wonder if this is the last match. It should be, though. If, if it's not, it should be the last match, in my opinion. Um, it's going to be a great match. It's oh, Serena D, Carlos Sheeta, three, the rubber match. It's going to be great. Um, you know what? I say Sheeta wins. I mean, I could see a situation where shida doesn't win. Um but I think shida wins this. I think shida wins.
0: The logic in my brain tells me Hikaru Shida is about to take a vacation. A- yeah. Um <laughs> but every fiber of my being as a fan is telling me Hikaru Shida is going to kill Serena Deep. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly, allegedly jokes 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 allegedly, but joke, uh, joke. she's gonna maim Serena <laughs> a team in this match i like think this is going to be this is going to be epic this has been built up to be epic the they had a match a, a few months ago on dynamite that the crowd for some ungodly reason was dead for that was one of the best yeah. matches on, on tv i've ever seen like these two killed it so it's look this is nothing on, on the wrestlers this is on this crowd in Garland, Texas, at the Curtis Colwell Center. You better not disappoint me, all right? You better not disappoint me. Y'all better stay in your seats for this match. You're gonna, you're gonna go. You're gonna go like away in any match. Go away in the. Go away. Take a piss in in the Wardlow versus Matt sidell match. It, exactly. We all know what's gonna all happening in that. I skipped over it. But but this has been built up so eloquently. Serena Deeb screwing Hikaru Shida out of her 50th win originally. And then having the gall to hit her over the head with her would-be trophy. And then at full gear in the pre-show, she attacked Shida. These two have been embroiled in... One of the most low-key blood feuds over the past few months I've ever seen. I, and the thing is, I still don't fully understand why Serena Deeb wants to kill Hikaru Shida.
1: <laughs> she doesn't like her at all. But Not. now
0: I'm like fully convinced Shida's about to go full-on nuclear on Deeb. Oh my god, I I can't wait for this match. I'm so excited. I'm giddy. I'm giddy about this match.
1: You are giddy a, a schoolgirl, actually. I'm a school guy. So. <laughs> the- uh, I
0: can't wait for this match. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. Oh wow. Whoops. Here we go. Told you I would skip over this match. Matt Seidel versus Wardlow. Trevor. One, two, three. Wardlow. Wardlow. Yeah. Man, you do. You're so bad. One, let's try that again. One, two, three. Wardlow. Wardlow. <laughs> there, okay, so there is a delay. All right. Cool. At least yeah, we is know this that. A much slight, it's a slight delay. Okay. Cool. Um. So yeah, Wardlow is gonna squash Matt Seidel. Hopefully, he can get a, a hit or two in.
1: Maybe, maybe something, you know, maybe a hit or a flip or something, you know,
0: maybe. Oh, f- oh, goddamn flips. That's why I fired <laughs> him in the first place. Uh, moving on. <laughs> the main event for the AEW Worlds Championship, Hangman Adam Page's f- first title defense's champion against the American Dragon, Brian Danielson. Trevor, Trevor, Trevor. What a match. What a build. What a time to be alive. Brian Danielson turned heel for for a brief moment. He's kicked he's kicked Colt Cabana's teeth out. He's kicked uh, he's kicked John uh, Johnny Hungy in the face. He's beaten up everyone in the Dark Water, and now he's going through. Uh, he's got to go through Hangman Adam Page to get the AEW World Title. Trevor, what happens? Will Brian Danielson defeat the Hangman?
1: I mean, I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't think it's Brian's time. I think hey man wins um as much as i'm pretty sure most people would disagree with me but uh i'm stalling am i lagging
0: it's fine it's fine just continue
1: okay the other uh, believe- matters oh cool <laughs> no one cares about me uh, but uh, no i th- i think i think of course hangman hey wins this like you don't build up a storyline like that him and uh omega to have him lose it this very next title defense that makes no sense so of course hangman out of page
0: this is 100 the mark inside of me <laughs> there is like an inkling there's like a very strong inkling in me i'm just like Are gonna do it. They're gonna give Brian the belt. It's the same inkling that told me they were gonna do it at WrestleMania 30. Uh, was it 37? Yeah, 37 last year in Tampa, even though all logic dictated Roman Reigns is gonna win that match. I'm not gonna trust that inkling, but what I will trust is that by the time this match is in its like in full gear, to for lack of a better term, by the time this match gets going. I'm going to completely forget about all logic and and, and kayfabe in this. Or, or all logic and, and, and shooting in this. I'm going to just be watching this in amazement. And at moments, I will genuinely believe that Brian Danielson will probably win this match. That and what? that is all you can ask about a world title match on TV. And look, say what you want. There were not many people that thought Kenny Omega was going to beat uh uh John Moxley last year at this very show Winter is Coming. The title has changed hands at this very show. No one really thought that. People were like, "Oh, it's going to be a great match, but we all know Mox is going to win." Who knows, man? Who knows? Yeah. Imagine imagine a heel Brian Danielson kicking Adam Page's teeth in, kicking his head in, and then after the match Page loses he goes for the handshake and Brian Daniels and puts him in a label lock and then continues to kick his head. I mean, don't get me wrong. It would be, it would be epic. It would be. I'm, I'm marking out. I'm like just. I'm being a geek now. But, no, I'm just being a total geek.
1: But the fact of the matter is, if that happens, this was a complete waste of a great storyline. You're a complete waste of a good storyline. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So what was that? I don't care. <laughs> Brian Danielson in my sleep. <laughs> Even on a Tuesday. I don't care. Wednesday. Whatever the hell this pay-per-view is. Or not pay-per-view. <laughs> I don't know. Guys, that's
2: You don't know, know.
0: anything. <laughs> you know what I do know? I do know that you will make me extremely happy if you hit that like button, subscribe, and hit that notification bell so you get notified whenever a new video is released. Daily videos on pro wrestling, the NFL, the NBA, and much, much more. Why wouldn't you? Do it, Oh Winter, winter is coming. Trevor, winter is coming. It's coming. Um, MK Osborne in the chat says the sheet is full. I don't, <laughs> I, th- did I miss something there? You don't get it. No.
1: Have you ever watched um National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation? No. So there is a uh, a line in there where the uncle comes he brings his uh, his camper and he goes and he checks he goes ah, shit is full so sheet is full shit is full yeah i got it Ba-dum. <laughs> love <Okay>. the
0: comedy
2: <laughs> the the
0: the the 1980s level comedy here although 1980s was a really nice time for movies guys um mm-hmm. Moving on, um, let's see what we have on tap next. Ooh, Trevor, we have some fun things to talk about because Funny. The, our favorite, our, our our favorite wrestling promoter, our favorite, also our our apparently according to multiple people in the comments uh, from a few weeks ago, our boss Tony Khan. I, I imagine, <laughs> imagine. <that. laughs> so, um, all right, yeah, yeah. For the people out there in the internet, our boss Tony Khan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Tony Khan was doing what he does best, shooting from the hip, and so in an interview with Christopher Walker of Dawson, Tony Khan was uh, talking about how their AEW has had a few debuts, already happened, Tony Khan was talking about how, you know, like, like like the, the Sting debut that happened in Winter is Coming Last Year. And, and he was doing this interview with Dawson, and he basically said this, quote, I'm more than aware that there's a number of free agents out there, wrestlers I admire too, but I've got to say that you've got to just keep watching over the next few weeks and not just winter is coming. Ooh. So, Tony Khan... There, He's shooting, he's he's hinting about uh, potentially more surprises. We know Gargano and, and Kyle O'Reilly have already left. We know that Kevin Owens, potentially in at the end of January, his contract situation is up. There's a bunch of people that could be going to AEW that would make sense, and Tony Khan is doing what he does best, hinting, dropping hints, and getting us excited to watch week to week. Trevor, what do you think about his comments, and who do
1: you think it could be? You know, it's so many people. Like, it's, it's, it really is so many people. A whole promotion just closed. So it's, it's really so many people that could be there. But, um, yeah, I mean, you know, Tony likes to stir the pot. He does, which is part of the reason I, I love Tony Khan. Like, he always shoots from the hip, hip and he always stirs the pot
0: a little he bit. He always gets that direct deposit
1: on time. Exactly, which is why I bought the shit. Anyway. <laughs> but, uh, No, so I think if I'm Tony Khan at this point, um, and it seems like he does enjoy his tag team wrestling, I'm bringing in the Briscoes.
0: Oh, that's that's happening. They they did that thing with FTR. That's happening.
1: I'm grabbing the Briscoes, and I would do it, and I would do it on um, Winners' Coming. I would do it on Winners' Coming. well, well, yeah, they're
0: they're on their way because they literally will talk about uh, it more in more detail, but. Them and FDR had a brawl at Final Battle. That's that's sure, happening. They sure
1: did. They they definitely did. You're right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Um. I mean, and I'm almost positive. Well, again, I won't spoil that because we're about to talk about some stuff. But uh, <laughs> come on, you you know who's
0: on his way. You know, we all know who's on his Kyla Rider's
1: way to AEW. It's happening. Oh, that's of just... course, Kyle Re- you know Kyle Rod is coming. My man. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, you know he's coming. You know Colorado. it's all about the boo-doo-doo. Doo, boo. yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, he's another one. I mean, he's definitely another one. Kyle Roddy and, and AEW is going to be amazing because they're going to give him the ball and let him run with it. They definitely are. And I, I can't wait for it.
0: Absolutely. Um, And, you know, the other question that I kind of... So so the other question that comes to mind when we talk about signings is Tony Khan's hinting at these signings. Tony Khan's hinting at, you know, people are coming. Winter is coming and people are coming too. Um, But... Is the roster, you think, at this point, if they add like the Briscoes, if they add potentially, you know, Garganos of the world, the the definitely the Kylo Rylus on his way, and, and Owens maybe, at what point do you say maybe the roster's a little too bloated? Like, what's the, what's the line, I think, is what people are trying to find out? Because there's so much talent out there, and you can't take literally everybody, right?
1: Right, right. You know what? At this point, I mean, to be fair, if you really want to be honest, like, most people say the roster is too full now. I mean, you have a lot of talent on that roster. A, a whole lot of talent. You just added Hook. You just, I mean, you uh, I mean, you have uh, Adam Cole that you've added on. You have, a, it's a bunch of people that you, that you have put on this roster. And like, a lot of fans are like, oh, it's too bloated now. But Tony Khan, the genius he is, he set up that forbidden door the way he set it up to have these talents. I mean, yes, they might be signed with AEW, but he also gives just giving these talents free range to go to New Japan, to go to places like Dragon Gate, Triple A, like you know, Impact. And it, it makes sense. It's smart because that way the roster doesn't always seem too bloated, too saturated with too much talent because they're off doing other things at certain, at any given time. So it, it makes sense. Like if you were to add this more talent, like for instance, we all know Dan Housen is probably once he healed on his way to AEW and like if you know anything he about Dan He met Pepsi Man, by the way. He met Pepsi Man. Yeah, he did. I saw that.
0: <laughs> the greatest, greatest crossover in, in the history of the world. Pepsi Man <laughs> and, and Dan Housen.
1: <laughs> but the the way Dan Housen's schedule works, and if anyone knows anything about Dan Housen knows that he has a ri- very rigorous uh, indie schedule. Like him and um, uh, McKay and a couple others. Just, na- just, Me, to name a, few.
0: just a very vigorous schedule.
1: <laughs> but uh yeah like he's he's always performing like always like he'll do a show for RRH like this tuesday and then be in another place like thursday night like that's how he does it and like honestly if that is still set up that way with indie promote with the indie wrestlers it's i mean yes it can be saturated because you probably won't see these particular wrestlers, hot wrestlers on uh dynamite or rampage every week, but it makes it, it makes sense that way. So, you know, you can have more talent on the roster and it won't look as saturated. It won't look as unnecessary to have these top talents. The,
0: the, the biggest thing I think against this idea of, Oh, AEW, AEW is going to no you're, it's only you. The, the oh, biggest thing sorry. about – stop interrupting my monologues. The biggest thing about AEW and, you know, like the, the – oh, the roster's bloated. Like the biggest thing you can say against that is the fact that they have still somehow managed a way – you could argue the roster's bloated now. They've still managed to find a way to have everyone have a place and make it reasonable. And again, dude, I think we're also like in this weird world where we want – like we're so used to seeing everyone. 365 days a year touring everyone every week should be on tv that's not how any other sports league works that's not how any other tv show works at all people have weeks off people people on their jobs you can take time off people take vacations they whether it's for you know their own reasons whether it's for personal reasons whether it's for just to chill out like people take vacations and tony khan has this week he even reiterated that he's like I want people to take vacations not only because, you know, I want to t- cycle talent in and out. It's also because it helps them, you know, kind of recharge, retool, maybe think of ideas and and relax. And that, that leads to a better work experience for them. It leads to a better product, a fresher product with fresher matchups with more on the line and more going on. Like, that's the thing I think people don't understand. We are used to... If you look at it strictly from a WWE fan's perspective, right, then, yeah, the rosters at this point is still too bloated, right? But, and the way they're using them isn't right, but if you look at it from a logical perspective of of the world, yeah, dude, like, they are using everyone in situations that make sense. Like, Malachi Black is a great talent, but what are they doing? They are building up his story. He just sprayed, uh, uh, what's her name, um... Um, the heart, uh, the one with the varsity blondes, uh, the uh, oh
1: yeah, the heart, Hart, uh, Julia yeah. Hart,
0: Julia Hart, yeah, Julia Hart. He sprayed her in the face with the mist. What is that going to do? Is that going to determine the House of Black? Is Cody Rhodes going to be a part of it because he also sprayed him in the face with the mist? Is this why Dante Martin has been conflicted with his decision making? There's so much storytelling that is going on in this company that I I don't need Malachi Black in the title picture right now because he's telling a story. It's got me interested. It's it's encompassing multiple aspects. It's like it's like watching a, a great television show every week, and that's exactly what watching AEW is right now. And that's why I don't think the roster is going to be bloated. They do everything that makes sense. Now, if you go out if you go out and you and you sign too many talent too soon. Then, yeah, I think it's. Thing you're going to run into a problem. Like, But I think they're fine. They're going to be fine. It's okay. Hey, 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 hey. It's okay. It's okay. Before you before you send me that tweet and hit that like button, subscribe, hit that notification bell, just know it's okay. No, it's not. I'll have you know that
1: WWE gives
0: their employees the ability to pay for their own expenses instead of paying for them. Oh yeah, that's the other thing. You know, AEW talent get like hotel and, and and stuff taken care of.
1: That, that I didn't know, but I, I I figured out. Yeah, you know why? It's a fucking decency. Like, <laughs> oh, goddamn goddamn
0: pal, you going to pay for everything. All that money, it's gonna it's gonna come back to me. I want the money. <laughs> What an insane way of doing business! It was like, yeah. goddamn, <laughs> we're keeping profits up though. <laughs> hey, Nick, Apparently how much not
1: because they're always cutting budget, budget cutting. Well, so. goddamn,
0: goddamn, Nick, where can we cut budgets out? I don't even know how to do a Nick Con. It's like just go to Bruce Pritchard. Bruce, what are we gonna do? A lot of talking. A <laughs> lot of talking. Guys, hit the like button subscribe and hit the <laughs> notification bell. We got some um, comments in the chat. Uh, CC says, Omer with these expressions. I know. I'm great at them, aren't I? Uh, uh, MK Osborne says, too much talking, but it's
1: okay. Too much talking. <laughs> you know. You know. Uh,
0: MK Osborne says, let's uh, – let them heal up too. Yeah, exactly. You let them heal up, dude. You throw, you, their their jaw. They they throw themselves to the ground for a living. That's a, a difficult yeah. job. Yeah, um
1: it's not an easy job at all. Lucas the
0: Goat twelve asks, Lana in AEW. No. Oh, the Redeemer. Could you imagine like the that the <laughs> <it's> the gimmick <laughs> that would happen mirror then he would go like full-on like carrying cross main roster with the mask and the everything just it would that would be wild and uh i I think she's gonna be fine i think she's doing like other stuff like modeling and stuff i think she's
1: yeah i think the last time i heard she was modeling or something on a tv show or something
0: i would like i would actually like them not to bring in lana not because i don't want to see lana and rusev i think they'd still make it work and be really great together but I would, I just love the idea of Lana being this, like, invisible, mysterious being that Rusev is, like, constantly, like, alluding to and trying to please,
1: like, in his promo. I like that, too, actually. I, really, I like really, that. really like that.
0: I really do like that, too. Guys, let us know what you like in wrestling. Hit that like button. Subscribe and hit that notification bell so you get notified whenever a new video is released. Trevor, Trevor, Trevor. Yes. Just when you thought we were done, I'm pulling you back in. You know Why? You know why? You know well, why? Why would you do such a thing? Because good our good old boy Tony Khan was at it again. <laughs> what was that? All right. Well Yeah, that that looked like you were you are you okay?
1: No, no,
0: I'm not. No, no. Well, you all You know who is okay? Tony Khan. After catching, after I cashed my check, I am. I'm doing great. Um. Uh, anyway,
1: <laughs> so,
0: Tony Khan was speaking on the My Mom's Basement podcast. Ah, you mean your mom's basement? Uh, okay, Mark, I get it. Um. Anyway, <laughs> but, Tony Khan was speaking on the My Mom's Basement podcast. And he was actually talking about Sting's run in AEW, comparing it to Sting's run in WWE, and he took umbrage with some of the things that uh, WWE did when booking Sting. Uh, Here's the quote from Khan himself. It's pretty amazing the run Sting had because, to be honest, Sting was wanting to get back into wrestling. What a great comeback Sting had, and he's talking about his comeback in AEW, and you know he goes on to talk about that in a very positive light. And... He continues on and he says the whole time he was back in his last run in the competition in WWE, they screwed him out of multiple matches. Let's be honest. Went on to say that he should have been presented better. And that's one thing I won't back down on. Sting deserves to be treated like one of the great legends in wrestling. And I set out to do that from the beginning with him. So Tony Khan there talking about sting's booking, talking about he how he was not treated as he pro- probably should have been treated in WWE and how he wants to kind of do the opposite of what they did with him which a lot of fans seem to like. Is he right though when his criticisms about how WWE used uh Sting? I think he's 100% correct
1: actually. Uh, I I think they I think more he was more of a, a money grab than he then they actually like wanted him on the roster. I think they they used him for uh ratings boost. And um in that aspect I think he did it. But they didn't really give him didn't really give him a great run. He wanted a match with The Undertaker, which was would a which made a bunch of a bunch of sense. But instead, you give him a match with Triple H, who – and no one really cared about that. <laughs> I mean – Well, yes, you'd be Hulk see... Hogan, brother. Got a paycheck at WrestleMania, brother. brother, brother. <laughs> yeah, she got to They're see They're all here from me, brother. DX. Me,
0: me, brother. Continue.
1: <laughs> you got to see Geriatric DX versus dilapidated uh, NWO. <laughs> but other than that, it was whatever. Like – it, it, it was really whatever. It was it,
0: those was it, uh, quick aside, that match in WrestleMania Sting versus Triple H when the NW when the NW and DX came out. When the NWO came out, it's the only time I've ever seen Kevin Nash run in pro wrestling. <laughs> I need to know how much he got paid for that WrestleMania. I've never seen Kevin Dude, Nash like, run.
1: <laughs> I think that was before his knee surgery too. So like I would love to see like how much that paycheck was. <laughs> you know, the, the funny thing is, if you watch it back, he falls down and he starts holding his quad. I'm like, yeah, "I did it again." <laughs>
0: <laughs> Continue, please.
1: Tony oh, Khan. Yes, Tony Khan thing. but yes, I I agree with Tony Khan 100% cuz yes. I mean, other than uh, other than that match, I mean, he did get didn't he get a title match against Seth Rollins too that was completely like
0: yeah, i put him out. i I'm, I'm <laughs> i may tell you sting
1: and if you think that i'm not
0: the one who retired sting <laughs> you've got another thing coming
1: yeah his his run at wwe i don't even count really count that as a run i try to forget about it
0: <laughs> the only thing that ran was kevin nash
1: <laughs> <laughs> i mean and of course brother br- brother br- brother Oh, no, no,
0: he, he just, he hulked his way to the ring. He's like, brother, 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 brother. Oh, God, we are not talking. We are not giving Sting the respective reserves. Trevor, what's happening? Anyway,
1: <laughs> <laughs> A lot. A lot is going on right now.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know, because Kevin Nash ran. <laughs> this is, that's a lot. It's breaking news. Everyone, Sean Ross, to SRS, where were you when this happened? <laughs> Kevin Nash was running to the ring. I've never seen anything like it in my life. Because it never happened before. <laughs> I'm watching I'm at the point in WCW where Kevin Nash is just completely given up like there was a... oh the,
1: has he gotten to the, the the part of his career where he only has like six moves and you see them like no 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 no, no no I'm not I'm not well
0: yes he well he, he always only has six moves but I'm not at the part hey. of, the car- of his career where he just comes out like to the ramp to do a run-in, holding a beer, drinks it, and then and then like and then like walks to the ring as like the heels are just beating up DDP or something. <laughs> I'm not at that point yet. I'm at the point where him and Scott Hall are embroiled over a feud about Scott Hall's alcohol- alcoholism. By the way, not not a great look, Eric. Um, but I'm at that. Po- I'm at that point. I'm at the point where oh, there was a thing that happened a few months ago though. Uh, back in '98, where like these two were. <laughs> Scott Hall was like being chased by Kevin Nash, right? And Scott Hall like, is escaping and he gets into like a limo. <laughs> or, or no, he gets into his car, right? And then like he's like, ch- he's like leaving up a ramp, you know, onto the main road. And then Kevin Nash gets into his car. But then like Kevin Nash takes too long getting into his car. So Scott Hall oh. puts the brakes. He, 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 has to, he has to like stop and wait for Kevin Nash to catch up. And then by the time they're just like doing the brake light, like, <laughs> like, like, like thing, it's so bad. But it's it was so, so amazing. It's so fucking bad. Oh my god! And then and yeah, but it's also kind of sad. I don't know. We are yeah, wow, well, wow. Tony, it, those paychecks are gonna stop coming after the amount of disrespect we just showed Sting. Oh my god! I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm totally sorry.
1: But yes, I, I'm done saying what I was saying.
0: <laughs> I don't even know what I was saying. Um. Yeah, the way WWE used Sting was was god awful. Honestly, like outside of his. Outside of his debut, and then you know, like, I and then his like reappearance. I like the way they did the reappearance of him like being unveiled, like you know, instead of yeah. the Rollins statue. I thought that was super cool. The way to set up the Rollins v Sting match, but everything after that was just lackluster. And I think it was compounded by the fact that you know, he at Night of Champions during his one WWE Championship match, it was like a weird thing they did because John Cena had just had a match with Seth Rollins for the U.S. title right before that. And then, like you knew, they weren't gonna go like you know for a while. It was just not compelling at all. No, it, it wasn't. He, at no point did they build Sting up to be a threat. He didn't win because he no. got because what do you got buried by Triple H at WrestleMania? The old shovel uh, uh, at WrestleMania, and then he does that thing, gets injured. Obviously, he asked to do a a you know like some sort of a cinematic match with the Undertaker. That doesn't happen, and this like, But one thing like. You, you're telling me you can't do a cinematic match with Sting and the Undertaker. That that would be huge at any era. Yeah. But they didn't do no, it. And now he comes in AEW and you know what they're doing? They're treating him exactly the way he should be treated at this point in his career. He is a yeah. legend. He knows exactly like how to get out of moves. He's smart in the ring. He might not be as speedy as he was, even though my God for 62 years old, I'm not going to be, I don't think I'm going to be running that well. At I don't think I'm no. running that well now. Like Sting is out here. Like, stinger splashes and looking great and doing dives off the ramp. Yeah. Like like seven feet in the air. What is, who is this guy? Who is this guy? Like, like that, but, but they've, Booked him smartly and in a position yeah. where he's not even the point of focus. It's Darby Allen, and it all points back to Darby. It's perfect. It is absolutely perfect. WWE would never have the foresight to do any of this.
1: No, because they didn't. <laughs> They're not like when it comes when it comes to legends and things like that. The ones that they forced down our throats are the ones that, like Goldberg. I, I need. I say more. Like Goldberg, <laughs> you know, he's it's gonna, just he's gonna bury the feet in Saudi Arabia <laughs> in the
2: sand like,
1: of Saudi Arabia. The it was so bad. It was oh so bad.
0: God. Oh my gosh! I I remember like I I, I didn't watch so, my, like my, my, I've said it here. I, I don't watch the Saudi shows like for yeah. a reason, and I just remember. I would Like, I, I knew it was going to be Fiend versus Goldberg going into that show. I didn't watch the show because I was like, ah, I'm not going to watch it. And then, like, I'm, like, reading the – I think I was, like, getting off of work or something. Because it happened during an afternoon, like a Tuesday or Thursday afternoon or something. Yeah. I look over at my phone, and I'm just like – I got the results of the pay-per-view. I was like, okay, cool. Let's see uh, da, da, da. how long did the Goldberg match go. And it was like, Goldberg defeated, de- defeated uh, the Fiend to become the new <laughs> universal champion in, like, two minutes. I was like –
1: I, was I literally sick. threw my phone across the room. I was
0: sick. I was like, "Oh wow, they don't care about Bray Wyatt. They really don't care about Bray Wyatt."
1: That's exactly what I said. I was like, "Oh, so Bray Wyatt's career is done? Okay, cool." And then, <laughs> they, then they get they they every time. That's the thing with WWE. It is literally like the
0: Godfather Part Three. Every time I think I'm out, they pull me back and they give Biggie the title. They pull me back in. They no. what what else did they do? They they they're booking Roman Reigns. They pull me back no. in. And then um, you know what else is there? There's uh you know, I, Bianca Belair versus Sasha Banks. They pull me back in. Becky just seeing Becky Lynch pulls me back in. By the way, Becky Lynch versus Liv Morgan. I think I think it's going.
1: I think it's going places. I think it could be. It, it could. It definitely could. It they definitely gotta do could. it. They gotta do it. Either that. If they're gonna do it, they, like we said last week. They have to pull the trigger now. They have to. They have to right now. I, I think. think- Liv Morgan being a champion has a shelf life on it. I think it does.
0: It wouldn't be as over as it is now, but I the WWE thing to do if they're going to pull the trigger, I think, would be to have her win the Royal Rumble, which I'm not directly opposed to.
1: No, not at all.
0: I just don't think they're going to have her win the Royal Rumble. I just don't think that's the plan. Um, although that would be a pretty good storyline if she gets screwed out of a title shot, like that's her last title shot, and the only way she can get back is... Is and and they would have to make that clear, but they're not WWE. They're just gonna recap. Oh my God, recaps! That's like a, it's so half a raw right there. That's an hour and a half of of that program. Oh but good. Jimmy's gonna be like, oh look at this. What happened at the beginning of the show? And it's like, Jimmy, we're ten minutes in. We just saw that. I just saw <laughs> that. Like,
1: yo, the commentary oh.
0: raw is just. Uh. Oh, you see, Corey Graves got in the hot water.
1: Oh. What did he do this oh. time? Uh, it says, he
0: got he got called out by somebody on Twitter about um about the way he well no, I don't think it was directly him it was like it was like vague the way it was directed at and I think Corey Graves might have taken it offense to it for oh. I don't know why he would but but um it was basically that you know the it was basically WWE announcers or some WWE announcers tend to focus too much. On women's uh, physical attributes, like their like the way they look or how beautiful they may be, instead of like you know focusing on the in-ring action and 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 you know their their like their wrestling attributes, I would I would say. uh And so to- and Corey Graves, like the smart genius tweeter that he is, replied to that and was like so offended. About cancel culture he was like doing all, like the, all the greatest hits all the greatest hits i like, cancel culture like rugged um you know like oh, i have a beautiful wife and i'm gonna tell everyone about it and i was like okay, yeah no that's great that's great i'm just saying that's fine like just don't know why you gotta mark out to mandy rose being hot every time you know she comes in like that's this. fine she is I mean, like you, you can say someone's objectively beautiful on commentary like that's fine but it's just like don't make it everything you do and it's not just Corey Graves, well, it's other people too. There's
2: other
0: people,
1: too, yeah. I mean, shit, like, Jerry Lawler did that for his whole career. I was just, <laughs> he got into the Hall of Fame off of that, baby. Yeah, I was like, puppies! I mean, like.
0: <sighs> <laughs> Who are we going to get to call the Women's Royal Rumble this year? Jerry the King Lawler. <laughs> <laughs> what a WWE thing to do. Oh, Lord. hmm Oh, I'm what's the host, next? I forgot.
1: I forgot, I'm the
0: oh, host. Oh yeah, um... <laughs> yeah, I was like, what, what, what's, what's next on the docket? Like <laughs> what's ne- Next on the docket? Oh, is this Law & Order? Ding, ding! <laughs> I, I didn't... Trevor Omer! What happened
1: What happened to this show? This show used to be such good, wholesome. This used to be such
0: good shit. Now it's just shit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't no, know. I think I'm I'm
0: taking out all of my I'm just I'm just trying to be happy for once today. Please allow me to be happy.
1: No, um, same, same here, dude. Same here.
0: <laughs> for everyone who's still listening or watching, just hit that like button, subscribe, God bless and hit you. that notification bell. God bless you too. Um Lucas the Goat in the chat says, I think Brian Danielson wins tomorrow. Ooh. Ooh. Ooh.
2: Mmm. <laughs> Um,
0: Oh, Trevor, are you ready to talk about this? Oh, shit. (laughs) Vince McMahon's McMahon's illegitimate son, Austin Theory, was in the news this week. So Austin Theory, in an interview this week, claimed that he wants to not only have a match with John Cena, but he would like to be the one to retire John Cena, the doctor of Thuganomics the leader of C-Nation. Trevor, what do you have to say about this? What, what's your reaction to Austin <laughs> Theory? wants to be the one to retire John Cena? Is he ready? And if not, who could be? Was the last time Austin Theory wrestled? <laughs> oh, yeah, he was jobbed out to Big E, remember? <laughs> like, he got distracted by a fight that had nothing to do with him on the that was happening on the outside, and he, and he jobbed to Big E.
1: Yo, if... <laughs> If Austin Theory retired John Cena, I am literally walking to WWE headquarters and like begging them to just sell everything. Save
0: there, <laughs> didn't you? you saved you
1: saved both there. <laughs> oh my god! It would
0: how you know what though? That's something that they would do because Austin Theory. It's weird. I like I, there are things I like about Austin Theory. There. But the way he's being presented and booked reminds me way too much about Baron Corbin. And remember, Baron Corbin, it's it's like the – I don't know how exactly to explain it, but it is just the way they're presenting him and on TV and everything. It's Baron Corbin. Also, who was the guy to retire Kurt Angle? Baron Corbin. So, look, it's wrestling. Never say never. That's one thing I've learned, especially over the past year. But no, it
1: doesn't no this it doesn't is... make any sense at
0: all. <laughs> Unless they somehow managed to build Austin Theory up into an overact, which look, he's again, he's got a lot of things you'll like about, uh, like, like he, like, obviously he, he can go in the ring. He's got a pr- he's he looks great. He's got, uh you know, he's got some charisma about him. I think it's still like a lot of things to, there's still a lot of things to really desire about his charisma. I, I think, I don't know, these segments he's doing with Vince McMahon have not been good. I I, I have not liked no, these at all, no. honestly. He just seems I negative most. charisma. I, maybe it's like he's nervous in front of the boss. I don't know what it is. But, man, oh, man, this is just, what the hell? I, I, I don't know how to explain it other than that. Um, But, yeah, no. No, theory ain't it. Uh, One person who could and who probably should retire John Cena at this point, and I don't know... I don't know if they I would love to see like a braun breaker. Either so it's I I either want Braun Breaker or someone actually you know I don't want Braun Breaker. Braun Breaker's gonna end up retiring like fucking like Brock Lesnar or something. No. You know who I want to retire John Cena? And I know people don't like him, and I don't care if people don't like him. Grayson Waller should be the one to retire, John. I like. There's like, there's. I know there's a lot of people out there who don't like Grayson Waller, who don't like his act, who don't like his gimmick, who don't like anything about him. I love this kid. You know why? Because he's just, he's, he's just a dick. <laughs> he's just a dick, and that's the best thing about wrestling. Sometimes you can just hate people for being dicks, um,
2: and it will not
0: yeah, but I. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have you know that Grayson Waller is supposed to be a baby face. <laughs> um, speaking of dicks. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, <laughs> I I don't know. Grayson Waller would be one name that comes to mind. Anyone else come to mind for you?
1: Grayson Waller. Um, I don't know if this would count, but Walter would be a good one.
0: Imagine Walter just, just absolutely buries John Cena in two minutes 30. <laughs> and just like, just like Cena's just red. <laughs> He's not bleeding. <laughs> He's just, just red, red from getting literally slapped to hell by Walter. <laughs> you
1: know, I was oh, uh, watching an old uh, Walter match um, last night, uh, well, two nights ago. And like, dude, he is just so stiff. Like I knew he was He like, I knew he was one of those stiff uh, wrestlers, but God dang. <laughs> oh, could you
0: imagine Walter versus Brian? <laughs> Walter versus Zack Sabre Jr. Walter versus Kenny Omega. That would be a great one,
2: too. Oh, my God. One too.
0: Oh, Walter versus – you know what What else would be a really good one that I don't think a lot of people would talk about? Walter versus Darby Allen. Imagine oh, Walter yeah, I just tossing – tossing Darby Allen into, like, the fifth row. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the, the, the reason that match will be so good is because, one, there can, you know, co- um, contradict the styles, one. And, two, like, Darby, you can literally say, hey, Darby, we're going to have a good match tonight, right? Okay, cool. And, so i into
0: this no, 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 no.
1: <laughs> here's, here's how a conversation with
0: Darby Allen goes. Like, hey, so, Darby, we're wrestling tonight. And Darby just goes, all right, <laughs> just <laughs> immediately jumps.
1: <laughs> just jumps. Just jumps <laughs> jump into a wall. <laughs> remember that's, I, that's, I, that's what you were thinking, right? <laughs> that's what I was thinking. That's what you were thinking back in, too. <laughs> back in like
0: 2019, when AEW like first came out and and first started up, like I was watching like a Sammy Guevara blog or vlog, and like it was like him like trying to like sneak attack Darby Allen at a 7-Eleven, and Darby out <laughs> and like. Darby Allen sees him coming, and Darby Allen jumps onto the counter, the cashier counter <laughs> of the 7-Eleven and just like coffin drops Sammy Kabart. <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. Great, great Yo, guy.
1: Sammy Gre- 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 Gre is a fool. I love him. His his blo- vlogs are absolutely hilarious. I tell you else is funny. Um All Ego Ethan Page. His his vlogs are absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. He has
0: vlogs with uh <laughs> Dan Housen.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So stupid.
0: It's amazing. Absolutely amazing. You and your ginger beer. Non alcoholic ginger beer. Yes. Absolutely. Although all ginger actually, beer all ginger beer is non alcoholic.
1: No, actually I do have an alcoholic ginger beer.
0: Well, this one was bought at Target, so it's not. Anyway, <laughs> hit that like button, subscribe, and hit that notification bell so you can get Radio <laughs> re- I don't know. I don't know. I'm just talking at this point. Um, babe, hey, you you might be you're shitting on the show too much. You know why? Because it's been a may yay 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 sin. It has been a may yay 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 sin. What do you think of that? <laughs> I have no words. <laughs> it's her song. I, I, all I know is sing her song. I know it song. is. She's
1: a I, like, I love that song.
0: I'm a man. I yeah, yeah, yeah. I love she the like, fact
1: that yeah. she just comes out and starts dancing. I think it's cool. <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: so... That happened. <laughs> I'm gonna make one day. I'm gonna make like a <laughs> compilation of just us fooling around. Just like, like half of it. Oh, <laughs> mm. uh, w- 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 what's next, producer? What's next? Oh, Naomi. Yes, he's on the Naomi, screen. Yes,
1: that's nice.
0: <laughs> so, Trevor, is Naomi being underutilized? Let's talk about it. So speaking to Jalen Rose on his podcast, WWE superstar Naomi claimed that TV time is arguably the biggest obstacle that she herself and others may face in the company. She said, quote, I think just in general, still trying to fight for TV time, getting matches that are longer than two minutes, although you're thankful because you're still... Uh, there's still so many women that aren't even getting TV time. It's like, okay, I got two minutes. At least I got that. I've got two minutes to show and prove and get these people behind me. But you want more. You need more. You know what I mean? To develop those stories and those characters. She went on to say that, you know, that opportunity uh, is is very difficult to come by. Um, and the biggest obstacle really is TV time and getting that TV time. She reiterated that.
1: Trevor, is she right? I, I totally agree with that. I, I think that's one of WWE's biggest issues, not just with the women's division, with the with the 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 federation in a whole, with the promotion in a whole. I think um, you have so much talent that just cannot get on TV. That just you just can't get on TV. Like I mean, Finn Balor can't get on TV. You have guys like. Excuse me. You have guys like uh, Ray Mysterio Jr. um Son and Ray Mysterio. They don't get on TV. Like it's just they use the same wrestlers over and over again. Sometimes, so I, I completely agree with 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 what Naomi said. I think there's some truth behind it. Um It's a shame because I mean, for a long time Naomi was one of the most athletic women on the on the roster. Man, honestly, completely completely athletic great personality in the ring great you know great uh, mic skills I thought she I thought she was money I still think she's money but and it's a shame that she's not getting utilized the way she deserves
0: lot well, of you know Mella is money, sir <laughs> no but in all seriousness no, she's right and it, it, it's and it's so weird because in a company that has what what is it three three five uh seven hours Trevor? Yeah of primetime tv every week yeah and and you know main event if you want to even count that let's just say okay seven hours of, of the tv time right. they have seven hours of tv time and they still somehow manage not to use some of their best superstars some of their best talent like naomi who's not been used well or even much properly uh, recently um it's so weird and 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 i'm glad she called it out uh i I don't think things are going to change anytime soon because they seem to have a formula that they think works for them. um, And it, it is, honestly, as a performer, getting that TV time is so crucial because that's your time to really make an impression. That's what wrestling is all about, making an impression on the audience in order to get over. Because if, the audi- if you make an impression on the audience one way or another, they are going to care about you that's what your goal is as a wrestler to try to get people to care about you and yep. when and the, the only way you can do that is by getting time there's ways like Zack Ryder was able to do a miraculous thing especially back in 2011 get as over as he was completely via the internet and you can do that nowadays too it's just harder with WWE in the way they they constrict everything but then you know like you tune into the product and they're not there your favorite wrestlers aren't there a lot of people love Naomi She's not on television a lot of the times. And that it's unfortunate. You know, uh, Finn Balor, it's another guy. If you love Finn Balor and you're watching the way he's being booked and just beaten and 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 beaten, and and you're hating. <laughs> you're just like, why am I watching this product? If my favorite wrestler's not succeeding or even on TV or doing well.
1: Why I don't you even remember that last match I saw him win, to be honest with you. Same thing with Ricochet. They don't use him at all. Like, <laughs> I mean, Ricochet is just sitting there. They don't use Cedric Alexander. Is, I'll they have don't you lose... know he
0: is, he is. He is in the chase for the 24-7 title every week on Raw, sir. <laughs> Hooray. Oh, we got to get the – oh, my God. I can't believe Ricochet. <laughs> like, here's the thing. Okay. Like, I don't even know. Like, I get, like, you know, R truth and, and Reginald. Ricochet, really? Oh, Ricochet. We were about Prince Puma from from uh Lucha Underground.
1: Yep, Prince Puma. But yeah, He's Naomi's
0: right. Naomi's right. I, I I honestly don't know what else to say about it. She's just correct. No, she's
1: she's just correct. I mean, hands down, she's hundred percent correct. Oh, hands down, you're a hundred percent a mark.
0: And you're gonna, and you're still gonna take my money. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you wanna know who Finn Balor beat recently?
2: <laughs>
0: I'll have you know. <laughs> Wait, no, that's not even a good Seth Rollins. <laughs> no, no. no, Seth Rollins is just the mark <laughs> in my mind. <laughs> the mark in my. Oh my god, what what? What what a name right there. That's that's what I'm gonna like call like uh, my band if I ever form a band. It's gonna be called <laughs> the Mark in My Mind. <laughs>
1: oh my god <laughs>
0: we still we have multiple segments left to do somehow we're gonna get through them. Um, um hopefully one of these days <laughs> <sighs> hit that like button subscribe and hit that notification about kids um oh trevor this is very close to my heart bro we gotta talk oh. about fear i don't know have you been watching raw a lot recently
1: Okay uh, I've, I've seen, Yeah, I've seen some um, some clips or whatever. I, I know Veer hasn't been on TV in a while. Okay.
0: So Veer was drafted to Raw uh, in the brand extension earlier on this year in like October, right? Right. So ever since like, like, I think it was like late October, maybe early November, we have been seeing vignettes. And it is yep. just of Veer's face. And it's the yep. same vignette every time. Veer's face is saying veer is coming and this has been like over a month now multiple six at least six weeks at this point and veer is still coming and it has gotten me thinking the veer they must i don't know what the hell is going on with wwe i know they don't pay for talents travel but this is ridiculous i think they're (laughs) they're making this man walk from india like, what is going on like, I, like I'm genuinely curious I'm like dude it's been six weeks and he's still not here he's coming like okay when is he coming they're not announcing a date He's just Veer is coming like look they've got me like I'm not gonna lie it worked their strategy worked I'm hooked when is Veer coming Um, but I'm just like I am I feel so bad for this guy he's like imagine him he's just like like he's on a call with Johnny Ace and Johnny Ace is just like alright All right. pal so you gotta be on Raw alright just come to Raw it's like uh, when do you want me Oh, uh, oh! Uh, uh, I don't know. Oh, uh, just just start coming. It's like, okay. Uh, you guys have a plane? It's like, oh no 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 no! Just walk. It's like, <laughs> could you imagine? That? <laughs> I gotta walk? Okay. And he, he starts walking. What is he gonna do when he hits like Europe? Collapse. No, no. But like, like he's got like he's got to get across the Atlantic. How's he gonna get on a boat? Or does he swim?
1: Hey, he's. There. Does he swim,
0: Trevor? Dude, what do we do? Like, how do we get Veer to? How do we get Veer to Monday Night Raw? That's like the the f- biggest burning question in my mind right now. I am like so, I'm I'm so worried about this man. The, the the perils of travel he must face. Like, this is worse than than like what Andrade, whatever Andrade did to um Pox travel a few weeks ago on Dynamite. This is like, dude, this guy is just never showing up.
1: And they're just do you gonna remember keep... like? So you're you're a little younger than me. Do, do you remember? Ever seeing like like um old reruns of the old like vignettes with like some of the older wrestlers, like like ones that weren't like known or whatever. Kinda like uh like you would see like Duke the Duke the Dumps the Grocery through one or you see Dr. Ozzy Gank Oh, oh I
0: remember no, I remember the Highlanders. The Highlanders was my day. I remember the Highlander, they're coming yeah, the to Highlanders, Raw right. the Highlanders are
1: coming to Raw. <laughs> so Rory like, and Roderick. <laughs> uh, i actually love the highlanders anyway but <laughs> there were there were a couple of them like especially back in the day that they were like oh they're coming two weeks pass not here yet <laughs> then you be like oh they're coming so like three weeks to a month have passed and you still haven't seen this wrestler and then all of a sudden like this he comes out and like they put him on saturday saturday morning um uh, uh, wrestling on WWE, and he just squashes some poor guy, and then you don't see him again for like three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> it's like remember, like no, remember they did that
0: with uh, Brotus Clay too. Yeah. yeah, he has like, yeah, like yeah. Brody Clay is coming, in and and like they were like, oh, I was like, oh my god, brotus Clay is gonna be a monster, and I had well, I had paid very close attention to to uh, NXT like the original, the game show NXT like season three, I right. think it was Redemption with all those mm-hmm. guys like. I, I was like yeah like this is gonna be great like Brodus is gonna be a monster he's gonna destroy everyone and he comes out and he's like somebody call my mama.
1: like I'm like whoa yeah, I was like what is they worked this? me they got me <laughs> maybe they're
0: doing the same thing maybe what if what if they give Veer like a Funkasaurus like give like the uh, <laughs> like, like the 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 Somebody call his mama. Somebody call my mama. No, but they gotta have like a Bollywood song. <laughs> that, you
1: know what? With.
0: <laughs> we are on the song. All... Vince, 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 Vince. There, is, a, there, is... there is an isn't. There is an amount. <laughs> there is an amount.
2: I, to I
0: think we know uh, you know what else? Uh, you know what else? Uh, you know what someone needs? Some Veer needs a ride. Someone, please give Veer a ride. If you if you see exactly. if you ride. see if you see a a very large Indian gentleman that the fits the description of the band below in this picture. Please, please, please give him a ride because he's definitely lost. <laughs>
2: like he's definitely so.
0: lost. In this one, who knows
1: where he, he is? Does not know where he's getting.
0: <laughs> like, I, I, I he's looked, dude, I mean, like, all I know is he's coming. It's still more information, like I than I know about uh, Big Andy at this point. But like, pretty much, they're in the same boat, man. Someone find Big Andy's missing. Vera's We're still missing.
1: looking for Big Andy. We've been looking I for, Andy for I list. have
0: launched an entire campaign to find Big Andy, buddy. Like, this is no joke. Where is Big Andy? I'm, I'm worried. I'm genuinely worried. Uh, but again, if anyone knows Big Andy, you will be you will be compensated. It won't be much, but you will be compensated if you find <laughs> Big Andy,
1: <laughs> the finest five
0: dollar bill this world can find. <laughs> it'll be more than how it'll be more. I'll, I will only say this: it will be more than five dollars if you find me Big Andy. All right, if you find me Big Andy, it will be more than five dollars. But but it can't just be like you know you find like. How about this? If you find a if, if, if you meet Big Andy <laughs> and like take a picture with him and send it to our Twitter, <laughs> you you'll get five. But if you like if you give me like some sort of way to contact him, you'll get more than five. I don't know how much more than five, but definitely more than five.
1: That's funny.
0: Find Big Andy. I just I just want to know he's safe.
1: <laughs> like if I ever I haven't Andy, heard of him in years. If I ever get
0: Andy Levine on the phone, I'm literally just gonna be like, "Are you okay?" First thing's gonna be out of Are you okay? Where have Andy you Levine, been, sir? You people, fine? people have been looking for you, sir. <laughs>
1: That's hilarious. Yeah. Oh, I think
0: Big Andy's in my boy stable now. I'm just like, 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 like he's definitely in my boy stable. Like, like, just like, he is, yeah. yeah. What? I, I I'm so sorry to everyone in this chat. I'm So sorry that to everyone happened. watching. I don't know. This show is just the... <laughs> having fun, Michael. I don't know what else to say. What else do we got on that? Oh, <gasps> yeah, we got to talk about Sin Cara. Sin Cara. Are you excited about Sin Cara, Trevor? No. Um. Oh, actually, before we do, <laughs> before we get to Sin Cara, um, let's talk. Let's go to the chat. By the way, uh, actually, well, I'll get to that in a second. Um. So, Cece in the chat says Naomi is an amazing wrestler. Yes, point blank. Yes. Yes. CC also goes on to say she deserves the time, but of course WWE will keep her in the background.
1: Yes. Yes. Everything yes. You said is. Here. Oh, sorry. In I
0: can't. Uh, about the about the copyright. Copyright.
1: In this mark. I gotta do I gotta do what Daniel
0: Yeah you see Brian Danielson he said I will never do the yes chance and then like at at full gear he's just like Yes Yes, yes! I'm like ah Got around the copyright that's not really a yes. copyright I'm pretty sure they can't copyright like him moving his arms in that mode they definitely can that's not intellectual property that's just like it's the thing humans do sometimes like Yes Yes like God damn it can we copy can we copyright let's copyright Letters and names Letters. and cups. No one can no one can drink water
2: without paying me, Vincent Kennedy.
0: Let me stop before I give myself like an aneurysm. One
1: of these days, you're just gonna pass out.
0: I have to edit after this too. Let's get the show on the road, Trevor. We had some news. We heard one person. We did hear from. We didn't hear from Big Andy, but we did hear from Shin Kara Mystico. So. The artist formerly known as Sin Cara, most of you will know him as Mystico from um, from his time in Mexico. And This was, by the way, the original Sin Cara, not uh, Sin Cara, not the later version of Sin Cara with the big tattoo, the, the, yeah. the wing tattoo, the, 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 the Samoan wing, as I like to call it, tattoo. Not that Sin Cara. This is the original one. Um, he said that he would be open to a return to WWE one day. Trevor, is there a place for Sin Cara Mystico in WWE?
1: Unfortunately, it wasn't one when he was there. Oh. Um, you want to talk just, about it, being I'm, yes I'm, of someone coming? Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, I, I lo- first off, I love Sin Cara. I, I do. I think he's an amazing wrestler. Um, but, no, I, today's WWE, definitely, I don't think there's a place for him at all. Because what, what's, what's he, what? 205 at the biggest 210. Like, he's. I don't. I think WWE is more of a big man's, yeah, a big man's territory right now. And I don't think there really is a, you know, a, a place for someone like him. Like, honestly, we we beat it into the ground. Too small? I, I think so. I, I think that. I think it's too small. Like, I just don't. Think small wrestlers last very long in WWE. Like F- Finn Balor, he's not even on TV. Rick- Ricochet, same thing. Like, if like, it, I just don't think they have the the spot for him right now. Maybe if they wanted to put him on NXT, that'll work. But that's not gonna happen.
0: I I, I never say never with with uh, WWE because I I think it, it's could they bring back Scene Carl one day? Maybe I I think like it wouldn't it wouldn't be good because look. I don't know. The Sin Cara we got in WWE was not what we were promised out of uh, Mystico and and, his, and what he can do. Like, that was, I don't know what happened there. What was going on? I'm, who knows? Um, but one thing I do know is that Sin Cara, after leaving, it just became a meme. Like, here's the thing, dude. Here's the thing. No matter who's under the mask, the Sin Cara gimmick is genuinely, like, I don't know what it is. The Sin Cara gimmick is... Is just prone to botch constantly. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: It is like, and it's so weird. Even when they change it to, uh, who was it? Was it uh, Camacho? Or, or was one of, either Hunico or Camacho? They were under the mask. At, like, I think at it was the new Sin Cara Camacho. after Mystico left. And yeah. then, then he started botching. And I'm just like, dude, everyone started botching. And this is the same guy, Sin Cara, who had the gall. He broke his finger, right? You remember this? Yeah, he was having a match with Del Rio. Sin broke his finger, and he's like, "Ah, no, 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 no." X X. He like he put up the X. He yep. put up the X. The ref was just looking at him like, "Oh, it's okay. I can pop it back into play. Like, here's the thing, dude. You're a wrestler, all right. I get if you got like a broken leg. I get if you got like you know or a hand. Like, seriously, a finger. Even I'm like, look, look, I dude, I broke my finger. <laughs> I just, I just I just kept on going. I mean, look, obviously this was not the correct decision to make cuz like <laughs> but 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 I'm just like, dude, you, like get tell the ref, "Hey, pop it back in. Boom, ow, and go on." You know what Del Rio did though? That was and I I don't I'm not fond of Del Rio, but the, well, you know what he did though? That did pop me uh in that match. He like he just like no fuck this. And he brought car back and started battering <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, could it happen? Of course. Will it happen? I doubt it. But if it does, they 100% need to bring this shirt back.
2: That's
0: an amazing shirt. I love that shirt. Really, uh, look at the bottom. Look at the bottom of that shirt, sir. The closely we'll at here. the bottom of that. Shirt. Yeah, look closely at the bottom.
1: That's, that's terrible.
0: Yeah, well, I, if, for for the people at home who still don't know, it, it, if you don't see it at this point, I don't know what's wrong with you. But just look at that! What a shirt! What a what a what a nice thick shirt that is.
2: <laughs> hit that
0: like button, subscribe, and hit that notification bell so you get notified whenever a new video is released. It's a shirt. It's a shirt. It is a it's shirt. A, it's a pattern. Yeah,
1: definitely a shirt. Can't can't really, come after really me, YouTube. Wrong.
0: That is a. That is a WWE shirt. <laughs> it's a WWE shirt. All right. Uh. Anyway. Oh, Chucky Dolls. One of our Chucky. new fans, uh, Chucky Dolls, is in the chat. Says, I'm watching the Raw 1000 episode. Oh, it, that was a great episode. That was a that was the, that was the one where AJ Lee and Daniel Bryan got married, quote unquote, and then yeah. she left them at the aisle, and then. Uh, CM Punk turned heel. Oh, that was a great. That was, what an episode, though.
1: Whoa. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I used to be good. I forgot about that.
0: God, God damn it. You, you want good? Okay. Baron Corbin versus Austin Theory <laughs> for the WWE World's Heavyweight Championship. <laughs> I, I'm running out of voice now. Good thing we only have um one more segment to run down. And then we are at the mercy of our fans. Yes. <laughs> or is Randy Orton receiver? That was my favorite thing Randy Orton ever did. He was in the Hammerstein Ballroom for uh, ECW One Night Stand 2006. Yeah. And after Kurt Angle absolutely murdered him in the ring, uh, Randy Orton, like, as the fans are booing him, he's getting carried out by referees. He's just like, my fans. My beautiful <laughs> fans. It was
1: amazing. Like, I mean,
0: Randy Orton is an ass. I love him. Randy, Randy Orton. <laughs> I don't care how good he is. He's always gonna be a heel to me. <laughs> yeah. Unless he brings back, I will only accept face Randy Orton if they bring back the uh, the music. The hey, nothing you can say. <laughs> oh, that was a great song. That was, that was wasted. Wa- great babyface music, absolutely wasted on Randy Orton. <laughs> like,
1: like that did not fit him. Randy Orton was never a face ever. <laughs>
0: No, he was not. oh my God, Trevor, are you ready? <sighs> this is hey man done, right? it's gotta be done. yep. Yeah. look, it was look, I mean, and look, this I, I look at this as more there's truly sad things in in life and wrestling like the, the the thing we talked about with Jimmy Rafe earlier was actually sad. This is right. I think this should be viewed as more of a celebration. Of, yeah, absolutely. of a time in wrestling like ring of honor was a time um and well let's talk about it so ring of honor final battle the final uh hey it, it, it took me till the end to do a two-take ring of honor <laughs> ring of honor final battle the final show under the Ring of Honor banner until they eventually, hopefully, come back in April. But the final show before they cease operations for a little bit happened this past weekend in Baltimore, Maryland. Um, and what a show it was. We had surprises. We had great matches, great storytelling, and a whole lot in between. We'll get to the surprises in just a second. I just want to run down the card, the main card. We saw Dragon Lee defeat Ray Horace. We saw Rhett Titus win the ROH TV title in a four corner survival match against Dalton Castle I thought it was really that was a really good match I really liked it that. was, was a quick, good match, yeah but I liked it um Josh Woods defeated Brian Johnson for the uh, for the ROH pure championship in a pure rules match by technical submission. Shane Taylor versus Kenny King. I love that match too. Fight without honor. It was it yeah. was they 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 brought back the old Ring of Honor feel with the whole fight without honor thing. I like that. We saw Roxy retain her women's title women's world title against Willow. And then Deanna Verrazzo came out. ooh, yes. yes. that right was girl. great. Um Brody King homicide and Tony Deppin with Rocky Romero defeated EC3, Taylor Rust, Tracy, and Tracy Williams. But we saw EC3 get the last laugh as his best friend, Adam the Titan, sure, a.k.a. Braun Strowman, came up and saved the day for the heels. Love to see that. It was good to see
1: Braun Strowman,
0: man. Yep, the Briscoes won the tag team titles against OGK, Mike Bennett, and Matt Tavin. But after the match, that's what everyone's talking about. After the match, FTR coming in, fighting the Briscoes. They were brawling. They got to continue this in AEW. Imagine the (sighs) the ROH tag titles in AEW.
1: Oh, I was thinking that,
0: actually. I just thought about the – oh, it's going to be great. And finally, to become maybe the final ROH world champion, Josh Gresham defeated (laughs) Jay Lethal via submission.
1: Great match, by the way. Amazing match. This
0: was an action-packed... Like, there weren't many long matches. There was no 20-minute long match on the show, I think. But it was a a fun, action-packed show. Something was always happening. This was, like, just... It was fun. It was fun wrestling to watch. And if you think we're done there, oh, ho, ho, you are dead wrong. Um, At the event, they had a bunch of former ROH people show up in person. They had, of course, Rocky Romero, EC3, who was not advertised. Dan Housen was doing guest commentary for the 10-man tag match on the pre-show, which go check that out if you haven't. It's amazing. Um, Deanna Perazzo confronted Roxy uh, at the end of that, as you can see right here by this graphic. Oh, my God. What a, what a great match great that's going to be one day. Um, the Titan um, Braun Strowman showed up on behalf of EC3. FTR appeared and beat the living crap out of the Briscoes. Um, and, of course, uh, Jordan Gray celebrated her husband, Jonathan Gresham's win. Who, and she's an impact yep. via video. We also had people people chime in. Eddie Edwards, who was uh, yep. in TNA, thanked ROH for everything they did for his career. We also saw Hangman Adam Page, the Young Bucks, and uh, many more, including Jimmy Jacobs, made a video appearance. CM Punk live via satellite, and every and he said probably I think one thing that rings very true about this: everyone should be damn happy, damn happy that this company happened. Um, Adam Cole thanked ROH for helping him become the star he is today, and of course we had the Young Bucks, who I already mentioned. But what a show this was! What a legacy it is! What a time! I don't. I don't even know
1: what to say. I mean, I never thought. Well, like I, I think we talked about this months ago at this point. But there was a point in time where ROH was supposed to go bankrupt and was supposed to close a while ago. But it, it luckily for us, it did not. Um, but I, I never thought I would see the day where ROH goes on hiatus. Let's hope it goes on hiatus and comes back. Um, but, uh, yeah, I never thought I'd see the day that RH would stop, like, make, uh, being a company. RH, like, you named a bunch of names that came out of RH. <laughs> Rhett Titus. Uh, I saw Red Titus' first match, very first match in RH. And it was when he came out to Addicted to Love like we talked about last week. Um, he was dancing down the aisle it was a very hard time <laughs> but it was it was great to watch him in the ring uh we know how Rhett Titus became in the ring and how he is in the ring is amazing um but this this thing here man it was just it's just one of those things that you that you don't see often it happens once in a lifetime and and you know sorry to see a RH go and but I hope the talent does find a new home or and I hope it Or if they you know, they can come back. I really would like to see Rh again.
0: I mean the indication is if they do come back, which they're they're planning <clears> to. <throat> I, I think it's gonna be very stripped down version and which is saying yeah. something of what RH already was. It's going to be probably similar to what TNA is right now, or impact. No. Um, impact wrestling. You supposed to know about <laughs> wrestling. You <laughs> don't even know that you have my podcast. Baby, man, Tony Khan pays you. Um but no i i I deal with a lot sir um (laughs) but yeah i mean i don't know ring of honor man it's just so weird that ring of honor is is ring of honor was supposed to be like that third brand like remember all in happened and like you know it was that time before aew had really ascended and and I, before we even knew of what AEW was ring of honor was supposed like they had just come off of all in they were producer like they 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 basically ran all in like it was like the young bucks partnering with ring of honor like ring of honor provided the commentary ring of honor provided the 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 materials and 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 you know the the setup and the cameras and everything they produced it and it's like at that moment you were like oh my god they're like it's got to be them, right? And then they sell out the Madison Square Garden. They do ten thousand person show in Madison Square Garden um, with New Japan. And you're after WrestleMania weekend two thousand nineteen. You're like, oh my god, they're going. They're on the ascent. And then AEW happens, and they skyrocket like absolutely like I don't even know how. And the weird thing is, they had, like Ring of Honor had Sinclair broadcasting for funding yes, them for years it's, it's just crazy i mean i don't know i am mean, I, I just don't even know what to say it was like some of my best moments like it, some of my favorite moments of watching wrestling were just like scouring the internet for you know obscure youtube clips of of the american dragon brian danielson wrestling and, and um you know cm punk's old clip, tyler black who i discovered in the ring of honor um you know, uh, N- 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 Nigel McGuinness, uh, the artist formerly known as Desmond Wolf. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, the, they had s- s- eh, Claudio. Uh, uh it Cesaro. Uh, but he, the oh, list goes yeah, on. on everyone, everyone who's like super good just seems to come come out of there. And then they had like they had multiple classes of great wrestlers. They had Samoa Joe. They had the yep. CM Punk class, and they had the American Dragon, Brian Danielson, and and then after that, oh, who's gonna carry the mantle? Oh, you got you know uh, the Eddie Edwards of the world. You got the, the, the uh, Well, that that was and that was like the next stage too. Like there were multiple stages. They had well then you had the Kevin Owens, the Kevin Steens, yep. the Al Generico's, ole, ole, ole. You had, just, and then Adam Cole, and then, you know, we saw like the, what, what could have been with the Hangman Adam Page, and, and,
1: oh. You had Cody, we, we forget about Cody Rhodes there as well. Oh my like, God, the
0: American, the heel American Nightmare Cody Rhodes. I, I absolutely love heel.
1: Fuck the nightmare. revival. <laughs> <laughs> You know, his championship actual ring that he had, he made people kiss. It's amazing. <laughs> but, no, like, uh, man, man, it, like, some of my fun, fondest memories of indie, like, just watching indie wrestling was was ROH. Like, me and my buddy uh, Chris Campbell used to go to ROH uh, events. That's where I had my run-in with uh, Eddie, Eddie Kingston. I, um... That's where I met, that's why, I, I, like I said, I saw um, uh, Red Titus for the first time. I uh, saw Roderick Strong versus Bryan Danielson, like, just so many great matches. Motor City Machine Guns, I forget who was uh, actually one of my favorite tag teams. I don't remember who they were. Uh, no, they were, actually, I think it was Dan- Bryan Danielson and someone else teamed up. I forget exactly who it was, but it was i just froze i think but anyway it was a great time and i and i loved i, I i'm a missed rh i definitely am St-
0: <laughs> you had jimmy jacobs and seth rollins jimmy Jacobs' whole gimmick Oh, sorry. Jimmy. Tyler Black and Jimmy Jacobs. Oh, oh. Jimmy Jacobs' entire gimmick was that he was just high on acid all the time. <laughs> yeah. So, like, yeah. Uh, the, the CM Punk Raven thing was great. CM uh, Punk great. Joe, sixty-minute yeah. draws. CM Punk signing his WWE contract like a. Like uh, on 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 the ROA title, and then Tyler Black doing the same thing. I'm not, I'm such a heel. I'm gonna sign. <laughs>
1: like, Do you remember how much smaller he was back then? He was like only 170. Uh, uh, like uh, Seth pounds. Rollins
0: would beat up Tyler Black.
1: <laughs> 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 I'm married to Becky. Tyler wow, Black was like 170 pounds back then. Like he was not big. I'm married to Becky
0: Lynch. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then Becky's just on the side, like, well well, not if you keep that up. Like
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Four arm> Shiver. <laughs> Do you remember oh, uh, the the formation of the uh Age of the Fallen? Agent of the Fall. No. With um Tyler Black um and uh Jimmy Jacobs uh oh, right. Delirious, I think. Uh oh god, Zach Delirious
0: By the way, big shout out to Delarious. He was uh he's like been booking Ring of Honor for like yeah. years, yeah. man. Big shout out to Delirious Ugh. Oh. That oh. guy
1: would remember too of uh Agent Fall. It was yeah man, it's a lot of time. Right? <laughs>
2: it's and it's all
0: Ogre. It's all ogre Trevor. It's all it's Ogre. All ogre. <laughs> all right,
1: it's all Ogre, huh? It's you you, you kind of
0: remind there. you kind of remind me of Shrek. <laughs> you know, yeah, 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 You could be, you could be Shrek. I could be Donkey.
1: Guys, uh, talk. I like more. I like parfaits better than yours. Trans so, Treb- no. like Trevor's have <laughs>
0: layers.
1: I'll have you know.
0: <laughs> Trevor's have layers.
1: Layers like parfaits. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I think maybe we'll like, <laughs> <too. laughs> this actually
0: like no yeah, like, like if you're talking about like cartoon well uh, preview for real take toon talk um <laughs> right. man if yeah no if I was if I was like a character in that show I'd definitely be donkey. Like, that's not, I'm not even trying to like what this. get on this? I don't know. I just brought it up. Um, <laughs> and then like yeah, you could be Shrek. Of course. Jer- it's the, Gary, Gary, would be Lord Farquaad. <laughs> hey, bro, 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 bro. You better get me that princess, bro. Bro, 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 bro,
1: bro, 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 One of these days is going to watch this show and cuss us the hell out. <laughs> uh... <sighs> anyway. Where do
0: we go from here? Do we have any I, questions I, uh, in the chat? I don't even know. Like, this is just. I'll see. No. Like, look, look, to be fair, my last living brain cell right about died at 6 p.m. today. <laughs> so it's a miracle. Oh, I, 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 yeah.
1: Mine have been dead most of the day.
0: <laughs> but we made it
1: through an hour and we
0: made over two hours of this show. All right, Trevor. Uh what's something you're hating in wrestling? Uh, let's end on a sour note. What's something you really hate in wrestling right now?
1: I hate wrestling. Uh the honestly the booking in WWE. I, I I I really don't like it. Like, and I know I shit on WWE and life, uh, but the booking in WWE is kind of shitty. Along with the along with the writing as well. Um but I also not a big fan. I, I think it's getting better, but I think it's. I'm also not really a big fan. Like we've talked about plenty of times, the women's the, how they're taking care of the women's division and um and AEW. So yeah.
0: Well, Tony, you... Tony, come on! Now he doesn't mean that, Tony. He doesn't mean that. <laughs> he Doesn't mean that, Tony. He doesn't mean that at all. Um, you mentioned WWE and 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 their problems and and their booking problems and their writing problems. The only thing I got to say about that is, you know what the biggest problem is? A lot of talking. A lot of. Talking. I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. Guys, <laughs> this has been a show. That is for damn sure. It's been a show. It's been a show. Yes. We gave. I gave you two hours of my life. Actually, I gave you like about damn near four hours of my life tonight, and I loved every second of it. So, if you liked it, hit that like button, subscribe, and hit that notification bell so you get notified whenever a new video is released. Also, be sure to hit us up on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Hit that follow button and leave us a five-star review. Keep the conversation going on Twitter at Real Take Sports. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Talk. And check out our new website where I will be posting blog, blogs on there. Trevor, I am I was going to talk to you about potentially doing some writing for that. Uh, we'll talk about that offline, but uh, we'll see. I'll have content up there. Realtakesports.com. Be sure to check that out for some updates. Uh, subscribe. We are on a rally. I am on a, 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 a crusade right now to get to 1,000 subs before the beginning of this new year. A lot of people from Real Take, uh, from the Real Take uh, family, have, uh, have 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 been have been helping me out. Appreciate it. We're, we're gaining new fan. I'm gaining new family members every day. I'm I think I, I'm somewhere near 950 or 948, something like that. 50? Come on, just just just, just like like uh, y'all, you ever see the Miz on Are You Smarter than a Fifth Grader back in 2007? Come on. Yes. Give it to me. That's literally what he said the entire time. Go look back and watch it. He said that like eight times, like in front of this little kid, and I was like, "This is really weird, Miz. You got to chill out, my G." Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> um, man, oh man, though, what a time. Um, check out all that. Hit the link in the description. Um, again, fundraiser. It will be in the description of this episode. Whether you're listening on Spotify, wherever, or Apple Podcasts. Uh, for the GoFundMe for Jimmy Rave and his family after he passed away uh, from health complications earlier, uh, please donate to that. It is a good cause and and you know for people who really need it. So please, please, please do that. I really cannot implore you more. Like I know we usually do like the thing where I plug like Patreon or whatever. I'm Not doing that right now. Jimmy Rave's family like is more important. Got to give back to the wrestling community as fans as as. However we can, this is one great way of doing it. So please do that. Um, check out Jimmy Ray's GoFundMe. Um, and until next time, for Trevor.
1: Peace.
0: I've been a Hugh. Wait a minute. Keep it real.